Welcome to Our Shoreline, Your Horizon, a podcast by Dan Casey, featuring business and economic development news from St. Clair County, Michigan. Stretch your horizons in the beautiful shoreline communities of St. Clair County, home to one of the nation's busiest international border crossings. Learn more at edascc.com. Hello, I'm Dan Casey with the Economic Development Alliance of St. Clair County, Michigan. And thank you for tuning in to the EDA's Our Shoreline, Your Horizon podcast. Today, I'd like to welcome Nancy Windsor, the St. Clair County and City of Port Huron Parks and Recreation Director, and I'm sure there's a story there. (laughs) Welcome, Nancy. Thanks for joining EDA's podcast today. Thank you very much. So, Nancy, I'm happy to talk to you today about the outstanding parks and recreation opportunities we have here in St. Clair County, Michigan. Many listeners may not realize how vital our parks and recreation departments are to a thriving community, and that's what this show is all about. Not only do parks and recreation departments directly provide jobs and capital spending in a region, but they help to increase property values, attract and retain residents and workers, and increase tourism to a region. Um, So for someone who has never been to St. Clair County, tell them a little bit about our region's parks and recreation assets. Well, first of all, Dan, I think we're very, very lucky in our county, Uh, not only by county parks, but also all the townships and cities and all the great assets we have here. But in St. Clair County parks alone, we have eight different parks that are either have water in them, around them, or through them, and over 1,200 acres of parkland, uh, which is absolutely amazing and a lot of great places to play in our county. Many people haven't even been to all our parks, and if you haven't, they're destination parks, and they're absolutely, we're blessed in this town, We really in, in our county, to have the great things that we do. I mean, I could go on and on hours for all the different assets we have. We also have some obvious environmental assets, the water system, right, the the lake, the lakes, really, and the St. Clair River. And there's all kinds of opportunities for people to play there. And then we also have, you know, these all of these trails and walkway systems, all kinds of trails, yes. not just for walking and running, but for biking and even horse trails. So there's really a lot for people to do in this county, isn't there? There really is. and it. Uh, like, I think, like I said, that sometimes we even forget all the great things that we have. I mean, we have the oldest lighthouse in Michigan that belongs to the county. We have the longest trestle bridge of its kind, 560 feet long. So you talked about, you know, pedestrian walkways. It's 12 miles plus partners throughout the county that are working hard to make the bridge to bay, the trails connect, which is absolutely amazing and not found in all counties that everyone works together to make uh, those kind of things happen. Um, we're home to the county fair, obviously and catered to a lot of extreme sports like Can-Am, BMX, like you said, equestrian opportunities, and also the first national water trail in the Great Lakes, which is pretty cool. So what is a water trail, and specifically if it's designated nationally? So it's designated nationally, and so it's kind of like the National Parks Alliance says that it's an asset that is just that cool to be a national recognition. But uh, basically, the water trail here goes through, I'm going to say this wrong here, maybe four bodies of water because you go through the Black River to the canal, out through uh, the lake, through the St. Clair River, and then back around through the Black River. So it's pretty cool to have that many bodies of water. I've done it once. It's pretty cool to kayak it. Obviously, it's uh, something I had people with me and, you know, obviously, it's not something you want to do if you're not an experienced kayaker. But. Really neat that St. Clair County would have this designation. I know Lori Eschenberg, she was our metro planner who just retired, and she did an amazing job uh, getting that designation for us. 
That water trail also goes all the way down and around Harsons Island, which connects to Lake St. Clair as well. Yeah, so it's pretty pretty impressive. It's pretty substantial. Yeah. And then another thing that people often um, don't know about or forget about is that Lake St. Clair is one of the top two or three bass fisheries in the world. Really? Yep. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Wow, look at that. I taught (laughs) the Parks and Rec director something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know you were a fisherman. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So the number one lake in the world is um, in Russia, Okay. uh, supposedly. And then um, Lake St. Clair is usually number two or number three. I don't know how they rate those things. You taught me something new today. That's pretty amazing, right? (laughs) So we have great boating, fishing, recreation opportunities on the water. So you've been working in this industry for a long time. And you're obviously pretty passionate about your job. So what's your story? Why did you choose this industry for your profession? Well, originally I was going into teaching, if you could believe that. But I I started at the YMCA, Blue Water area, back there, the old YMCA. Got my start there. Um, I've always loved kids. It's been my passion. I've always loved sports. So I was at Central Michigan, and someone talked about Parks and Rec, and I'm like, I didn't even know there was a degree in that. Called my dad that day, and I think he pretty much fell off his chair because he'd never heard of a job in that. And was like, can you really make a living at this? And I'm like, man, I hope so. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah, and I started 30 years ago in, in, in the city of Port Huron, but was at the Y before that. And I still have a special spot for the YMCA as well. So just have always loved every aspect of recreation. And I just love that my job is taking me to where I can learn different aspects of it, like from McMorn, where, you know, I never knew about theaters or ice rinks, to um, now I run a cemetery, which I never knew anything about that. Uh, now with county parks, you know, learning, just there are different type of recreation, more outdoors, more, not that ours isn't outdoors, but it's just a different type. So, um, yeah, I've been lucky enough to kind of dabble in, I, I got my start in aquatics, I was a lifeguard way back in the day, and, and uh, so I know that too, and the biggest joy I get is watching other people have fun. So like when I put it on an event or go to the playground, actually, if I'm having a bad day, I am the creepy lady that does sit outside the playground and just watch kids have fun because that's what gets me inspired to do the next thing. But that's what I love to do is watch people have a good time. And also, I don't think uh, people would probably realize how complicated running a uh, parks and recreation department can be because, first of all, you have the outdoor or the environment, right? And the stewardship that we all, the responsibility we all have to maintain that as an asset for everyone. So you have those complications in parks, but you also have buildings that you have to manage and maintain, right? And that, yeah. that's very expensive, very complicated. You have programming. You have all kinds of programs, training. Yeah, you mentioned uh, playgrounds that, that have to be maintained and have to be invested in. You have grant writing and you have grant administration. So, yeah. and that's, that's complicated all by itself. So. How do you pull this off? I mean, how big's your staff? Well, I'm very fortunate to have the best staff in the world. <laughs> oh, I could not do it without them. We have five division heads in Port Huron that kind of run the different divisions between cemetery, forestry, I'm forgetting somebody, but McMorrin, and then, the, like you said, the programming piece. And on the county side, just amazing people work there too as well, two deputy directors that help with projects and then one that helps with operations. So it's really working together as a team and I'm an awesome grant writer, so that kind of helps. And I really am just a pretty face. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, No, I try to help and keep it all together. You know, and then everybody that works underneath them. I mean, um, I think if you've went anywhere from Columbus Park to Goodall's Park to Pine Grove Park, the thing I always hear is how nice the staff is. And that's one thing that we always just try to instill in people is just 
You know, we're here to provide. People come here to have a good time. They don't want to, even McMoran staff, I'm always like, you know, people come here on the weekend. They want to they have a good time. Anywhere, anything we do, pretty much, right? So we have to be that smiling face. And uh, we're very lucky to have very good people who work for us. So this podcast is about economic development, which another way to look at that is it's about prosperity. It's about prosperity of the people that live here, prosperity of businesses, prosperity of communities, right? Every community wants to and needs to be successful in order to attract and retain residents and jobs, right, in the community. So parks and recreation is probably the primary way that we can develop quality of life other than schools and then, of course, housing and jobs. Mm -hmm. So it's it's right up there. It's one of the top things that people look for. You're my favorite person, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> for recognizing that, because a lot of people don't always recognize that. Oh, well, I, I do. I've been in this thing for a little while. So um, <laughs> anyway, so that's all really important. Let's talk about it from a tourism perspective, though, because an important aspect of prosperity is the strength and the attractiveness of communities, in particular downtowns. And people come to visit these unique places. But they also come here to enjoy themselves with all these recreational benefits. So from your perspective, how important is recreation and tourism? Well, I, I think it's one of the most important things. I, I always give this example, and I'm sorry if you've already heard it, but I, I don't know that all of our listeners have. I always say, if you could live anywhere and you didn't think about money, you didn't have to think about family, where would you live and why? And 90% of the people would pick somewhere because it's by a golf course or it's by the water or... It's got good parks for their kids, or they like to play softball, or whatever the case may be. I think it's one of the most important things there is. And we found that out during the pandemic, right? I mean, mm -hmm. our numbers jumped two, three hundred percent in parks across the country because, you know, people in that time, time in need, the one thing that made them happy was parks and recreation. And if you have a town or city that doesn't have those opportunities, I don't know, think about yourself. Are you going to move there? Are you going to want to be there? Are you going to want to go to visit there? Are you going to pick some city to go visit with nothing to do? I don't know about you, but I'm not. I mean, there may be the rare person that might want to sit and read a book, but hey, that's still recreation. That's they're right. Sitting on, <laughs> they're sitting on a piece of grass somewhere reading a book. That's recreation. I mean, I think it's one of the most important things a town or city can think about. And we've been very fortunate that the leaders of our county and leaders of Port Huron have been very proactive in that. So a lot of cities that don't are not proactive on recreation. And I think it's so important that you are because it makes all the difference in your city. It really does. I mean, parades. I mean, think about that. Things that make your city, township, town is, I mean, events, festivals. It all makes what your town is. And we have some pretty, pretty unique tourists that come oh, yeah. to our area. You know, yes. we, we attract a lot of Canadians. There are routes on, on roadways that bikers take, two different types of bikers, right? We have the type that like to pedal, and then yeah. we have with the other type yeah. that like the loud engines, and yeah. they, they, a lot of times they, you'll see them going up and down the coastline, you know, there'll be 10 or 12 or 15 motorcycles, for example, together, and they're going all the way up to Port Austin, back down again. And so you really have to kind of look at it from that perspective. It's like when all these people are passing through the area or staying in the area, we want to give them something to do, something that's memorable so they come back again. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about, right? I mean, the thousands and thousands of dollars that people put into marketing, it's about retaining the people and having them come here and say, man, I had a great time in St. Clair County. It's about bringing new people 
or, you know, it's all word of mouth, really. And we have to be, and I think we work well as a county to make those things happen. I really, really do. And it makes us unique. And a lot of times when I'm speaking either in Detroit or other places, that's one thing they always say, St. Clair County always, and we do work together, I think, pretty well on those kind of things. Yeah, we, we're very collaborative here. Um, we've got a few minutes left. Um, one of the things I wanted to know about is what are some of the challenges or the things that keep you up at night? Well, right now it's staffing. We're hiring both at the county and the city. And I mean, when I first started this business, we'd have like 300 applications and we'd be, you know, people would be calling me like, can you get my kid in? Can you do this or that? And I'd be like, you know, trust the process. Now it's like, it's hard to find people. And it's, it's a great business to be in. As you know, it's, it's hard to find employees. Yeah, and some of those jobs are seasonal too. Mm-hmm, correct. And even just getting college kids that we used to get or high school, we're just not getting the applications that we used to. So that's that's my biggest hurdle at this moment is figuring out where we're going to get people to. T- I mean, like people think like it's, you know, they show up the events there. It always be like someone could put on a birthday party. How hard can it be to put on a festival? Well, there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes and it takes a lot of staff. You know, you go to Goodall's, you go to Columbus. Those are big parks. And without people that cut the grass, help maintain the facilities, you know. And, I mean, you look at our cemetery, it's 120 acres. Like, it's a lot of grass mowing. That's our biggest challenge right now is finding people to work. So you hear that, Mom and Dad? you got to get those kids motivated. <laughs> yes, we, 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 we need lifeguards. We need rangers in the yeah, parks. Yeah. People to cut the grass. So Absolutely. people to take tickets. There's a yeah. lot of There's a responsibilities. Lot of yeah. Okay. One last question for you, which is what can the EDA or another way to look at it, business leaders or other leaders in the region do to help you with making our parks the best that they can be? Well, I think a lot of you guys already do a lot of this, but um, to continue to be advocates for recreation by continuing to help us, you know, I got a lot of partners that help us get grants to update our facilities. We're always trying to look for unique opportunities in the parks. So I've had a lot of the corporations that have come up and said, you know, I've donated monies towards, you know, some of the really great assets that we have. So being financial partners, being advocates for recreation, both St. Clair County and Port Huron have some millages coming up, looking at those and voting in August, just putting your vote in. And so, you know, just continuing to be the champions that you are because great communities make great parks, but great parks make great communities. And I think that if our leaders continue to think that way, we're all going to be winners. Nancy, thanks for joining me today and giving me a little peek into your world. Thank you. On behalf of my team at EDA, to your dedicated team, I do want to thank you for all the endless hours and the commitment that you all make to, to help make our lives better and more enjoyable. And we all need balance in our lives. And I think that's what Parks and Recreation is all about. All right. Well, I'm Dan Casey with the EDA of St. Clair County, and I hope you'll join us again for our next podcast of Our Shoreline, Your Horizon. Thanks for listening. To hear more, visit the podcast page at WGRT.com or find Our Shoreline, Your Horizon on your favorite podcast app.